Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. Welcome to a brand new episode of GDP Radio live right here at GDPRadio.com. As always, my name is Michael Mullins, two-time Academy Award winner, two-time Playmate of the Year, Michael D. Mullins, and I am broadcasting live from the GDP Radio Megaplex, beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and as usual, I take my smooth ride, my 14-car-long stretch limousine, pull it into my gaudy parking spot next to Crystal's little rinky-dink spot, I get out of the car, I go all the way up to the elevator, I got hit the button. I got elevator opens, and there's a butler there with a glass of champagne and a, and a neck massage as I ride all the way up to the top floor, the top part of the tallest building in all of Raleigh, North Carolina. And when I get to that rooftop, I, I ascend. Rung by rung by rung, I make it to the very top, the tippity, tippity, tippity top of that tower, and I gaze to the great white north, and I look to the mountain on top of the mountain on top of the mountain on top of Mount Ontario, and on top of that mountain, there is a red beam of light, and that is the spark that Crystal gives off to the universe. We connect, and DDP Radio goes out to the world, and that's how it's done. Crystal, how are you today? <laughs> well, you know, it's another intro that always makes me wonder just how deep this well actually runs, because every week I say it can't get more ridiculous, and it does, so... I'm good. You can't be more ridiculous is, is a challenge to me, so um, we'll just leave that at that. <laughs> uh, how are you, I'm good. Dealing with um, smoke instead of snow, so I don't know. That's different. Well, you went to a All conference this good. last week. I did. did you, who'd, who'd you see? I went and seen Daughtry. Daughtry. They're, and if you people at home, if you don't know who Daughtry is, they're the ones that sing that famous song, Don't Call Me Daughtry. The horse. There's, <laughs> no? No. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. I'm glad you were able to get out despite your, your crazy weather because I know you were worried about maybe not being able to, to go. So that's cool. You got a, a little bit of time to jam out and have some fun. Live music is my... Uh, is my passion, so it's always cool to get out and see some some cool music. Um, but other than that, I'm, oh, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I love going to see live music. So it's nice to see it coming, making a comeback. And we didn't get the snow that they were calling for. So that's a bonus. So, yeah, I mean, all things good. All right. Well, said a fire fest. It was smoking, smoking snow fest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, despite you going to see live music, I know you've been working very hard at showing up our schedule here on DDP Radio with some amazing guests and amazing uh, new guests and amazing old guests who are coming back around to give us some updates. And uh, tonight, yep. uh, we've been going through a string of a few people who we've invited back the past few weeks to give us updates and the stories. We always love to follow up with people because, like, a lot of people coming in here crushing it two years from now, you don't know what they're doing. You know, all things have gone rough, either things are going better, if they're killing it, or if they need that inspiration that uh, we try to provide here, and it's awesome to follow up with somebody, and I know for a fact you've dug into the archives and picked out a great story to highlight and, uh, and bring back around for us uh, and get an update on DDP Radio, so without any further ado, Crystal, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us who we got lined up here tonight? Sure. So tonight we update the journey of a past warrior, our friend, Amanda Mensing. So she has been a staple in the DDPY community for quite some time. Um, She always has a defined level of grit about her. She's so strong. There is a million ways to get through any of the challenges that are being presented to us. The path to any success is filled with potholes, as we all know. Um, It is completely your decision if you are going to be reduced by it or if you're going to succeed in spite of it. Amanda is every bit of persistent grace and grit that you will ever meet. We welcome back to the show, my friends and yours, Amanda Mensing. Hi, guys. Thank you so much. Hi, Here I am. Hi. Hi. Three and a half years later, and I am back. I'm so excited. Oh, it's oh, so awesome. great to talk to you. So, I mean... We've, it's been a little while, but last time we talked to you, if I'm not mistaken, you were doing refereeing, correct? That is correct. Awesome. And so my memory is usually not that good, so it must have stood out to me. But um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. So for those of people who are just tuning in, first of all, if you want to go check out Amanda's first show, go back into the archives and, and search Amanda Mensing. But – for those who didn't hear it, can you give us like a quick little overview of how you first got to the DDPY uh, universe and what were the circumstances that took you here to where you are today? Yeah, so I started watching wrestling in about 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Um, and it was right after I had graduated high school, so that ages me a little bit. Uh, and it had been something that had been on my radar a little bit when I was a kid, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. Uh, and then I started watching it a little bit more. Uh, and then WrestleMania 17 happened, and I watched uh, Edge spear Jeff Hardy off a ladder, and uh, and I was hooked. Uh, that was that was my defining moment when I decided that wrestling was my my thing. Um, and I mm. specifically remember um, seeing DDP make his of course, at the time, WWF debut when he was stalking The Undertaker's wife. 
um, which if I remember correctly, he said probably was not his, his greatest storyline that he ever did. Um, but I definitely remember him uh, from there. So wrestling was always involved in my life one way or another. Um, I, I watched it a lot. Uh, and then I in 2008, uh, that was the year that I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, so jumping ahead quite a few years, uh, I, it was, it was a very scary time for me. Uh, wrestling was always there. Um, and I, I wasn't quite sure in 2008, you know, what was going to happen, what my life was going to look like. Uh, at the time I had just, uh, just gotten married. I had married about three months before that. Uh, so it was very scary trying to wonder, you know, how, how I, uh, I move on from that. So fast forward a few years, uh, I ended up uh, graduating college. Uh, I got my master's degree. Uh, I had twin boys in in 2014. Uh, And I started noticing that I was getting, I was tired. And I I was very thankful that my MS was pretty stable. Um, But I was tired all the time. And I was always stiff and my body always hurt. Um, and I, I was just, I knew I needed to do something, and I just didn't know what. And I actually had gotten into um, uh, attending a local wrestling promotion here. Um, I'm in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I started um, started attending a local wrestling promotion, who uh, and that promotion was run by uh, former WWE superstar Eugene. Uh, so I met him. Uh, and after a while, I was like, this sounds like I could do this, but I wasn't sure. I kind of needed that kick to kind of figure out, you know, if I could do this or not. And while I was attending these shows, I met a man by the name of Travis Roberts. He introduced me to, uh, DDPY yoga and, or DDP yoga. And he said, you know, he's like, give it a try. See what you think. If you like it, great. If you don't, that's okay. Um, He's fantastic. fantastic. He never pressured me into anything. He just wanted me to try it and see what I thought. And I was never one of those people who would go to the gym or anything. Like, I really didn't like the gym at all. But I thought, okay, well, let's just try something. Because, again, like, I thought maybe I could try things and get into the ring, but I knew that my body was really stiff and I just wasn't sure what I could handle. So I started off with the the DDP D, uh, the DVD set and I put the first one in and I just started and it's really hard for me to, to say like this is exactly like this is the workout I did this is the, the one that got me hooked but I I started and I literally did not stop and I'm going on about I believe six years now um, wow and I've been uh, I've been a referee now for uh, about four, about four and a half. Um, I I still I still can move in the ring for the most part. Um, I my MS is still extremely stable. Um, I've been very blessed to not have any new lesions on my MRIs in over ten years. So I'm very very happy um, about that. Uh, wow! And just being being able to do DDPY opened up so many doors for me and it's not just being able to get into a wrestling ring and be a referee but it's also having the confidence that 
I can do these things that seem so impossible. Last year, I started going to the gym, and I have somehow, some way, become a gym rat. Like, I will go to the gym on the days that I'm not doing um, DDP yoga. Um, I will, and, and it's my happy place. And I just, I get just this such endorphin high off of, of working out. And I really feel like if it hadn't been for me taking that first step with DDP yoga, I don't think I would be in the spot that I'm in right now. I, uh, I was giving my, my boys, um, their eight year eight and a half, almost nine now. Um, I was giving them piggyback rides, uh, a couple of days ago. And I said, you know, this is one of the reasons why I've been doing this so long and why I do what I do because my boys are 50 pounds and I can pick them up and carry them with no problem. And I don't think I could have saw myself doing that even five years ago. So wow. I apologize for being long-winded, but that's kind of that, that, no. that's kind of my story and how I, I got into this and how this has just changed my life so much. You know, I mean, that, that's beautiful. I mean, that's a, that's an amazing story. And, you know, I love, I love to hear about people whose lives were directly changed by DDPY. But also the fun part of that is the indirect way people's lives are changed with DDPY. Because when you, you build yourself up and you get to a point where you can move and you can live again, these possibilities happen that, like, you don't even think about as possibilities until they happen. I mean, that's, that's an incredible story. And I think the last time we talked, I told you this too, but anyone who, who watched Eugene in the WWE and doesn't think Nick, Nick Dinsmore is the greatest wrestler on the planet, go to OVW and watch some of his stuff from back then. He is probably one of the best bell-to-bell in-ring workers of all time. So I love watching that guy work. So that said. Yeah, he's fantastic. And he's, he's, extremely, he's extremely smart when it comes to the business, for sure. Absolutely. I have, I have to laugh, Amanda, when you mentioned um, Edge, because <laughs> yeah. So we grew up Edge. We used to see Edge all the time. He was oh yeah a friend of a friend. So my girlfriend's brother is Val Venus. So we used to see Edge. I mean, he'd come around all the time. So when you oh, all the time. He, yeah, you hear his name. I just kind of, I chuckled. Wasn't he married oh, to yeah. Val Venus's sister for a while? Uh, he, I believe so. I was just going to say the wow. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. That's a small world. You know, uh, it's so funny, too, you know, just uh, how many guys came out of that region in Canada. But I'm getting sidetracked. But uh, right? <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Um, so no, well, you know, since we talked to you last, you know, you told us about getting into refereeing and stuff. You were just trying to push back the hands of time for a while. You know, you know, you guys know what dealing with that disease is and I can't really chime in on it, but I, I, from what I hear, it robs you of time and physicality. And I mean, when you first started, did you think six years would be, this is where you'd be at, or did you see a darker or different six years later when you started DDPY? No, I, I think so much of, of my mindset was I need to do something because 
I, I'm one of those people where if I don't get up, if I'm not using my body, if I'm not using my legs to move, I'm, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to get worse. And I just kind of, you know, I'm not quite sure I ever saw this outcome where I am now, but I'm, it, it makes me even more happy that I started for sure. I mean, I I think because I'm on the other end of that, I've had a really, really horrible um, last three years. So things are more, yeah, things are more difficult now than they were, you know, three years ago. But um, I would hate to see how much worse things would be had I not been doing something. Exactly. Yeah, even inconsistently, you know, because there's days when you, you know, there's just days that things don't fly right, you know. I mean, you have kids, you know, twins, no less. So, you know, things are hectic and things are crazy and, you know, but we all deal with things differently. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yep. Mike? Yes? Oh, sorry, I was just listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Just enjoy the rare moment of me being quiet. My wife would be envious, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have to say, any any of us who know you know that quiet (laughs) just isn't a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, my my wife says, if I hear you in the other room and there's a quiet, I come check because I assume you're dead. Yep, true. (laughs) But, well, so what is your secret to have been sticking around? Obviously, you have that, you know, vested uh, interest in in keeping up with your health and your fitness and stuff. But there's a lot of people who, you know, they get lazy or they get tired or complacent and just whatever the reasons may be, they they start drifting off. But you being around for six years now, like that's a long time. That's a commitment. and, And that's like... Once you're here for six years, you can't lose us because, you know, you're just so ingrained in the, in the DDPY family and community that you stick around. But what is your secret to sticking with it and being successful for so long? You know, the weird thing is I have probably asked myself that more times than I can count. And I, I really do think it comes down to the fact, well, a couple of things. The fact that I have made it a habit and even on the days where I don't feel like it because my brain is just like, no, I'm like, yes, you're going to do it anyway. Um, There's times where my body's like, nope, not this isn't it for today. It's like, okay, then I listen. But when it's my brain that's telling me, well, no, let's not do this. It's like, no, no, motivation needs to be the other factor. Um, But I was also, I I remember my neurologist telling me, a few years back, she's like, no matter what choices you make, she said, I want you to make the choice that makes sure that when your boys graduate high school, you're walking with them. Um, then my first priority is making sure that what I'm doing and, and keeping my body active and keeping myself active, that I'm doing this in, you know, so in 10 years when they graduate high school, they're not – they will have me there with them and and they will have me there walking with them. That's always kind of my, my focus and my goal and and my motivation. It's always 
always for them. And the cool thing is they see me do it. So then they want to do it with me. And now they're starting to talk about, Mom, we we're, we want to go to the gym with you someday. And they're, mm-hmm. they're flexing in front of the mirror, and they're doing all this cute stuff. And it's just seeing the fact that what I'm doing and the choices that I'm making now are reflecting on them, I think is really cool, too. That's amazing. That really is. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's motivation right there. I'm, I'm sure they must be, you know, even if they don't fully grasp the level of, you know, work and effort that you put in, I'm sure they're pretty proud of mom, you know, working hard for, to be the best version of yourself for them. And like I said, getting to get, getting to give them piggyback rides when 10 years ago, I don't think I ever would have been able to do that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. You know, and, and I love them flexing in front of the mirror. I don't flex in front of the mirror. What I do is I, I got I got like a 60-inch TV, and I flex in, in front of that, but with a better-looking person on the television, so I can just pretend that's the mirror. Well, and it's, it's cute when they flex, and they have, like, they have these super skinny arms with, like, no muscles whatsoever, but they're trying so hard, it's really cute. <laughs> They're probably still stronger than I am. I bet they can beat me up. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I talk a, I talk a big game, but I got nothing to back it up. Which, <laughs> sidebar, real quick. This is a funny story about about you know what the way I think. So, Hayden, our former you know our always co-host here on DDP Radio, um, I was trying to get him. Uh, I I my some tickets for Guns and Roses because I have connections with Guns and Roses. So I was calling tour managers and stuff last week. This is a funny story. And so I got put, he ignored me, my call. And the tour manager, two minutes later, <laughs> the two, two minutes later, the tour manager tweets, oh, my God, I just bet Paul McCartney. So in my head, I'm going, he's with Paul McCartney. <laughs> and then Mike Mullins, and he's like, you got to wrap it up, Paul McCartney. Mike Mullins from DDP Radio is calling you. I can't, can't deal with this right now. Uh-huh. I thought that was oh, a, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's, that's about well, that's the way I think, you know. Um, I I assume <laughs> that somebody's like telling Paul McCartney to go away because Mike Mullins is calling. But like I said, I, all <laughs> ego, none of it earned. <laughs> that's but great. anyways, sidebar. Um, so I mean, <laughs> how do you get your head in the building some days? I swear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, now you're head shaming me. That's not nice. I cry myself to sleep in my giant pillow. Right. <laughs> so what's what's uh, what's the, what's the future look like? What's your you know obviously you've come this far. You've opened up a world to yourself that may not have existed before. What do you want to do with that? Like, what kind of uh, things do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What kind of goals do you have? What do you see in the next several years in your life? And just kind of taking it as it comes. Um, I would say a little bit of both. Um, I know the last time I was on it, I think I had refereed in two different states. Yes. Um, and I said I at least wanted to get one more. Uh, I've refed in five different states now. Uh, Good job. South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, and Nebraska. Um, so I wouldn't mind expanding uh, my portfolio a little bit. It's always fun to get to new areas. Uh, and meet new people. A lot of the people that I, a lot of the wrestlers that I see uh, around here, I see quite a bit, which is great because 
it really is it really is the brothers slash sisterhood. Um, case in point, I'm actually uh, I'm getting married next year. I was I was divorced when I started DDP uh, yoga, and I'm actually getting married next year. Uh, and my fiance is a pro wrestler. Yay! So, Oh wow! So the world's kind of the world's kind of intertwined there a little bit. Um, I actually met him uh, at the local promotion here, where he was starting to become a wrestler. Uh, well, he had been a wrestler in Wisconsin for several years, and he came here uh, and started training here. And our paths crossed, and we ended up uh, three years ago. When I talked to you last, we were just dating. Uh, and he ended up proposing last year in Cancun, and we're getting married next year. Wow! Congratulations. Um, thank you. That's so, yeah. awesome. So I I've been lucky enough to be able to travel around with him to uh, a lot of different places. Um, he's been uh, all over the Midwest uh, uh, wrestling, and it's been it's been fun. I also, when we're at our local promotion here in Sioux Falls, I get to be his manager, which is just so fun. And we've had such a blast um, being able to go out and do this together. And my boys are so excited that their stepdad is a pro wrestler. Um, there's, there's not much better bragging rights. I don't think you can get than that. You know well, what comes up uh, is my dad's better than your dad. <laughs> That's what you know. <laughs> yep, exactly. The old, they used to say that to me. They said my dad can beat up your dad. I'm like, really? How much would that cost me? I get some payback. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, it's it's it doesn't pro rest, You know, if you're a pro wrestling you know couple, it does, the, the marriage isn't technically legal unless it happens in the ring. So you got to promote something uh, there. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times people have asked me if we're getting married in the ring and I just I shut that one down immediately. I'm like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> Good for you. You're you're a smart one. <laughs> so you know, you're you're doing this, you're traveling, you're you know, you grew up wrestling, got in the business, you're marrying a wrestler, you're you're involved in this community, like if that ain't like a fairy tale, I don't know what it is. Like the thing you love most <laughs> became the focal part of your life. That's amazing. It did. And I feel like, you know, I feel like little did I know when I first started watching wrestling that all of this would literally tie in together with my life. And I feel like, um, you know, DDP yoga has just kind of been that perfect, perfect little synergy that's kind of tied everything together also. So I have a weird question. Um, with somebody is just texting this to me too. Um, did you ever see yourself here, like even remotely? Did you ever believe that this was a possibility at all? Never, never in a million years. Really? Like, a- absolutely not. Like, you know, when I when I look back, and you know, even the past. 20 years, if you had told me that this is the spot I would be in right now, I would have never believed it. Like, wow. It's just, yeah. I, I mean, everything that's kind of happened in my life and the way that my life has, has, has gone, it, it's gone in a totally different direction than I thought it would, which is not a bad thing. It's really not. It's Life is fun. It really is. 
So question, um, how much of it has been a mental game as opposed to a physical game? Because I know with, in our situation, um, you can get caught up in the mental game really, really easily. Yeah. Uh, I, I think oh, well over 50% of it is, is a mental game. Um, oh, really? And, that, and that's just for me. I know, I know for other people it's, it's so much different, and that's one thing I say about MS, too, is, is it's not the same for every person, and it's not cookie cutter. Yep. So yep. much for me it is mental because, uh, along with NS, I have all the, you know, the, the depression and the anxiety and every, all, everything yeah. else that comes with it. So for me, a lot of, I think a lot of, like, staying in this for the past six years, a lot of it has just been mentally fighting myself and saying, you know, realizing that my my motivation is going to be a lot more powerful than my mind. Because my mind can always tell me one thing, but I I know that I can't always listen to it. Because it's, yeah. it's always trying to fight. My my brain's always trying to fight me for some reason or another, and I just have to, you know, keep pushing forward. Um, as hard as maybe it is physically, sometimes yeah, for me it's it's a lot more mental. Yeah, I have this weird game of either do I fight or do I just roll over and rest. Yep, exactly. That's, yep. that's always, and you can ask my fiance the same thing. I am not a person that sits down very easily. So sometimes you have to sit on me and say, listen, you've been up for too long. You need to sit down. Yeah, that's hard. It is. When Also, when, you know, when you're dealing with that too, it's pretty easy to convince yourself that you need to sit and you become like, and it becomes like, a funk. So getting to yep. know yourself enough to really read your, your body and be honest with yourself and know when you got to push yourself and when you got to pull back, that's a hard thing to do for like in life. And I, I assume with you guys too, with what you guys are dealing with, being honest enough with yourself to really just do what your body needs you to do at that moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that like, for me this week, we had a very, very busy, um, we had a very busy travel schedule. We had to be up in Duluth on Minnesota on Saturday, which is a six hour drive from where we are. And then we drove back Sunday and then had a show on Sunday night too. So then I had to remind myself on Monday that you've been in a car for 12 hours, which is exhausting in itself. So it was one of those days where I'm like, okay, you're not going to go hard at the gym or you're not going to go hard at yoga today. It's going to be an easy day. Yeah, and I think, you know, there is a real science to scheduling honest-to-goodness rest. Like, you have to learn. You know, I I always see, you know, everyone goes, you know, seven days a week, and I can't do that. I, I yeah. literally, it's not because I don't want to, but I... I actually can't do that because yep, exactly. my body, yeah, my body will just rebel and say, yeah, I don't think so. So, well, yeah, and that's another thing, too. It's like your body is sometimes in control and it will say, yeah. no, we're not doing this. I think, I think that's been one of the hardest things 
is when something comes across my desk or my computer or whatever, and they'll say, okay, today you're scheduled to do, you know, blah, blah, workout. And I'm thinking, yeah, nope, not happening. <laughs> and, not today. And, and I have found that the biggest mountain for me is being able to say, you know what, that's okay. I can't do it today. That's been really hard. Yeah, that's been really hard. Yeah, I have that same struggle too when I'm when I have those days where it's just like I can't do it today. And, and like you said, it's not that you don't want to do it. It's just your body is like, no, we're we're tired. We can't do this. Like even lifting up your arm is exhausting. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, then when I have things like that happen to me, I have to try not to beat myself up and say, well, why didn't you do it anyway? It's like, no, you needed to rest, and that's what you did. See, I'm finding, and I know this isn't the MS show, but I'm finding that stress is a trigger, and it's negative. You know, everybody always says, oh, it's a good stress. No, to me, there isn't a good stress. It's all bad. I can either exactly. say yes or no, but right, I need to define it. It's either black or white. I mean, it's it's good or bad. I mean, but it's bad for me. I can't, I can't juggle it. Yeah, so exactly. it's easier to back away sometimes and say, "Yep, nope, not feeling it," than you know, risk an injury or you know, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it's cool that you guys are on here, too, because you guys can, you know, really relate to each other. And, and, you know, being the host, Crystal, I know you deal with it a lot, but, like, you know, some people just don't like to talk about stuff, so I don't bring it up very often. I wait for you to do so. But, you know, there's, there is a lot of people that we've talked to in this community, surprisingly, that have MS. And it's a very misunderstood thing, and I don't really know much about it. I don't have it, so I don't really – it's not in my life. But, you know, it's it's – one of my things that I love about DDPY and the community here is no matter what you are, or who you're dealing with or who you are, there's somebody in here that you can relate to on some level. And I think that's yep. been a huge grateful part of this community and uh, is having like-minded people to kind of relate to. And every time I do this show, you know, we have people say like, Oh my God, I understood his story. I'm dealing with the same thing. And you may not relate, you might not relate to every guest, but every guest we have has people in the community that they listen to and they find a sense of comfort. I'm not the only one here dealing with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well, I, mean and, I, uh, I, oh, go ahead. The three of us. <laughs> I know that for me, it's, it's, I don't know. You know, I, I've learned so much through being knocked down or being told that I can't do something. It's very interesting to see and hear how everyone else adapts to that because I take something away from that because I have been in a serious funk for the last three years. Not going to lie, not going to sugarcoat mm-hmm. it, but it just goes to prove that it happens to all of us. Exactly. 
And, uh, you know, the, the, the old saying, uh, nobody is, um, so we all have, oh, well, you all, you all have, you all have flaws and, uh, I understand that. So <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna, hold on, to change this up for a second, I, I, I pride myself on doing DDP radio, but also I pride myself on being an investigative journalist. Um, Here with we no go. Credentials with no credentials whatsoever. <laughs> and I want to talk about Amanda Mensing refereeing her own husband's wrestling matches. That's a conflict of interest. I think you've got to explain yourself on that one. That sounds a little suspect. Uh, you know, I, and, and this <laughs> is one of the reasons, because I actually had to referee one of his matches last week, and I was like, I hate refereeing your matches. Because then everybody accuses me of of, um, of being on your side and favoring you, which is completely wrong because I'm a very fair referee. Um, and I also try not to ref his matches because of that exact same reason. <laughs> well, well, I'm just letting you know, Mike Mullen's private investigator's got his eyes on this, so uh, you better keep your, <laughs> keep your stripes straight there, ref. <laughs> I will. I will definitely keep that. I will keep that in mind. All right. <laughs> I'm so, sorry you that know. you've had to wait three years to come on here and have to put up with that. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm just. I'm a truth truth seeker. Bill, <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, so you know, all you come a long way since we talked to you. We come a long way since you've been here. All those years, you know, of doing DDPY, having the success for people coming in that you know somewhat new, whether or not they're dealing with like an MS situation or whether they're just trying to lose weight or whatever they're dealing with. Starting something new is intimidating, and and all of us who came in here, uh, some of us have been here longer than others because I'm a thousand years old. Keep in mind, but like. Everyone had a, like a class of people before them that came in that kind of they looked to to kind of figure it all out. And now you've been here for a while. There's people looking at your story and being like, I mean, she inspires me or, or she looked up to you. How do you feel about people coming up to you and realizing that, wow, you're inspiring other people? That's going to be an incredible, you know, feeling to see that other people look to you uh, as like a, a veteran of this program. That's oh. Uh... You know, I, and I, I partially blame this, blame myself for this, for having, like, not the best self-esteem in the world, but sometimes it's just, like, it, it's hard for me to believe that people would see me as an inspiration, even though, yes, I know the things that I've done, and it's great, but I, I feel like I've learned from so many other people that have done this before me um, and that I've looked up to it's a very weird feeling, not necessarily in, in a bad way, but one of these days it will, it will get into my head that I, that I am an inspiration to some people, but I tell you what, it it takes a little bit for, for it to, uh, to crack into the thick skull that I have. Like I said, when I was doing your intro, Amanda, the two words that come to mind every time your name comes across my desk is grit and grace. Always. I love that. I I, yep. I absolutely love that. 
And I may great, be stealing great. that as a tagline somewhere. I was going to make hoodies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we can have matching That's... hoodies. I love this idea. Yes, there we go. That, that, I mean, that's amazing. I, I love that. You guys, the tag team, one can be grit and one can be grace. <laughs> Start tag team together. <laughs> um, yes. Also, which is equally impressive, is the person you saw here in GDPY was Travis Roberts, and you still came to you, you came <laughs> into the door. <laughs> I love I Travis. Did, I, I'm just ribbing him. And I still, I still see him. I just saw him last Sunday, but I still see him all the time. Uh, he's he's good people. I love Travis, but he's I, I a always, good we always like to give each other hell. So um, that's awesome. And uh, you know, do you have any advice for for people starting DDPY for the first time, or people looking for that like inspiration to keep going? Because it's easy to start. It's not really super easy to keep going because that's when the the it, it's no longer just the motivation. It's the like digging your toes in and just making it work for you. Yeah, exactly. And what I noticed, what I remember when I started is it's not something that I started and then I all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm going to do this every single day. And then I just went and kept going. It was it was a slow start. Um, you know, at first I did it once a week. Next thing I know, I was doing it twice a week for a while. And then all of a sudden it was a Saturday night and it's like, hey, I'm just going to go and hit the mat for a little while. And it's just you don't have to do it all at once. These little steps, getting on the mat, you know, again, whether it's whether you start off and you do it twice a month or three times a month, um, and then just slowly increasing it. And the next thing you know, you're going to start wanting to do it and you're going to want to start making it a habit. And just the changes that, that you'll see in your body and what you can do and how you can move just starts to become motivation. Um, and I, I really credit that to why I've been doing this as long as I have, because it's just, it's, it's constant motivation because, um, I'm more flexible now at 41 than I was when I was 18 years old. Uh, wow. And I absolutely, wow. I absolutely credit DDP, DDPY for that a hundred percent. Um, even my neurologist, awesome. when, when she has me do squats for her, she's like, those are some of the best squats I've seen. I'm like, I know because I do them all the time. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it, I think people give up too fast because they, and you can't expect for perfection. You just have to, you just have to start. And, you know, I'm six years in and I still breathe this huge sigh of relief when I get the modifications in a workout. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. Like it's, it's like an off day for me. Like my balance is, is crazy. Like I can modify because again, you make it your own. Um, so it's, yeah, it's never that having to be perfect. It's all about just getting on the mat and just doing it. I think that's really important because there's so many people that I've heard lately um, just going through everything is that they knock the modification. Don't knock the modifications because they're no, there for, right. They're there for a reason. And when you need them, I'm telling you, like I'm telling you, like I'm telling you, they're a godsend. And yes. you know what? Even you know, I've seen some big wrestlers do DDPY, and you know what? 
modified. So, you know, it makes the normal Joe can do it just as well as the professional wrestler can. So, exactly. Just saying. It's so many people, you know, I've been this way too. And, you know, people overthink a lot, you know, especially when you're trying to be healthy and do things. You come up with a plan and you write everything down and you come up with a meal plan, you take notes, you're, and sometimes you overcomplicate things to the point where if you deviate from the plan, you don't know how to deal with that. It's pretty yep. damn simple. Get on the mat every day you can. And that's it. Yep. And if you're doing that, yep. you're going to keep doing it. Some people just drive themselves crazy with all the too much preparation, too many notes, too many plans, too many schedules. When it just boils down to get on the mat and keep getting on the mat. And once you build that routine, it'll fall into place into your life. Like you said, it kind of, it didn't just happen. It ended up working out for you like kind of naturally. And you can't make things like that happen. You have to just do it and then figure out where it fits in your world. But people overcomplicate things. And I think that's a big part of why people fail. You know, some of the times I've fallen off my diet, I've been so consumed by every detail of it that I'm just like, I, I get off and it drives me crazy. Just do the best you can today. Get on the mat when you can today. I mean, it's a weird thing to make peace with failure or know going in that you're going to fail. Or there's a per- perception that, okay, I'm going to go, you know, whatever, four days in a row. And then, you know, let's say day three happens and day four won't be happening. But mm-hmm. Instead of concentrating on the one day that you have had to reschedule, you've already worked out three days. How awesome is that? Exactly. You didn't didn't fail just because you didn't do one workout. There's, you know what, if we're lucky, we'll all be blessed with another day tomorrow. It's another opportunity. The clock resets itself. Yes, it does. Right. Oh, absolutely. Did I lose you? Yes. Oh, there you go. Hi. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, back. absolutely. I mean, a lot of people probably wouldn't have guessed this, but one time I almost failed at something, and I didn't and haven't since, but there was a time when I came close to Amanda, failure. see what I live with? Good Lord. I I cannot I cannot tell you the amount of miles my eyes have rolled during this broadcast. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say I'm in the other room and my wife's in the other room and she can hear me obviously she, I'm loud and I could feel her eyes rolling this entire show. <laughs> that like, a girl just like like spider sense. <laughs> Mullen though too like my fiance can feel when my eyes roll. He doesn't even look at me. Yep. Just so you know, Mullins, there is an unwritten contract somewhere. All of us girls stick together. Just so you know. <laughs> we have to. Yep. I'm a true. big dumb animal, folks. <laughs> uh, well, oh. before we get rolling, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Anyone in the community? Any plugs for anything or any shows you got coming up or anything you got going on? Uh, I'll give you a minute to say hi to some people or, or plug some dates or whatever you got going on or your fiance's dates or whatever 
you want to do? Well, I just want to give um, a shout-out to, uh, other than you guys, my two favorite DDP people to follow. One, of course, being DDP, because, I mean, why not? If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't all be here. Um, And then also Hayden. Um, I've been following Hayden's story for quite a few years, and he is such a huge, huge inspiration to me from afar. Um, I would be super honored to meet him someday, but I hope that happens. Um, I also have on my bucket list to make it to Georgia because I want to do an in-person um, DDPY workout. That would be fantastic. Um, we have a bunch of shows coming up in Sioux Falls. So if anybody's ever in the Sioux Falls, South Dakota area, especially for the rest of the year, our, our next big show is going to be uh, August 20th in Sioux Falls, South Dakota uh, at the district. And we are flagship pro wrestling. Um, and then also we have another great promotion in Omaha, Nebraska called uh, Magnum Pro Wrestling, which is another uh, fantastic um, company here in, in the Midwest. So lots of fun stuff going on. I know it's kind of a wrestling desert over where I'm at. We still have some cool stuff going on. That's uh, awesome. I was thinking the opposite. I was actually thinking I didn't realize there was that much pro wrestling going on over there. That's actually a pretty booming little you know area you got going on. It's, it's pretty crazy. We have a promotion in Omaha. We have our promotion here in Sioux Falls. We also have one up in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, but compared to, like, Minnesota, Minnesota and Iowa are, are I think, the top tier ones that, that we have so many in that area. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty cool little area. I'm, I'm in the Carolinas right now, which is, like, I'm originally from New England, um, outside of Austin, but... Um, in the Carolinas, and down here is pro wrestling con- com- country. Every place you go to, someone tells you about going to see Crockett back in the day. I went for a job interview years ago uh, for the local TV affiliate, the NBC affiliate here in town, and it was uh, WARAL uh, Channel 5, and I'm talking to the program director, and he we talks about wrestling, and he's like, oh, come back here. And we go into the old studio, in the, the uh, WRAL building, and they literally had all the the old Mid Atlantic wrestling stuff still around wow. in the shed in the old studio. So it's like everywhere I am down here, there's like some kind of ties to pro wrestling. But um, that's amazing. So I, right? Yeah, but I'm but I'm telling you, like that, that. I mean, it seems like you've got a really good scene up there too. Which those little pockets break out, like you know, suddenly there's no wrestling, and all of a sudden this area becomes a hotbed of wrestling, and it gets hot. And the indie scenes have never been hotter as far as long as I've been around than they are right now. Right. Oh, 100%. Like, the indie scene, it is just crazy to see how much it's even blown up in the past few years. It's been so fun to watch. And I should probably plug my fiancé, too, because I would feel really horrible about myself Hell if yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're on the tape, so too. Yeah, you're on the tape. I know I <laughs> exactly. I don't need to be getting myself in trouble here. Um, so my fiance is DeLorean Ziggs, and by DeLorean, yes, I do mean the car from Back to the Future, and yes, that is his actual name. Um, and Diggs is D-I-G-G-S. He is the time traveler. Awesome. Well, and I thought all- that was the coolest gimmick name I've ever heard, but to find out it's real name, I'm, like, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, his, that is his real name. I, I had to ask him that, too, when we first started talking. I'm like, is that your real name? He's like, yeah, that's that's my real name. I'm like, that is pretty cool. 
<laughs> now, you have to, I mean, they, they remade the DeLorean a few years ago. Like, they started releasing them again. If he could get his hands on one of those, can you imagine getting pulled over by a cop driving a DeLorean named DeLorean? It's like, that's what a mind, <laughs> mind defend that was. <laughs> we, we've taken, we've taken uh, pictures in a DeLorean before. So that's about as close as we've gotten. Good Eight Lord. by tens, baby. Yeah. <laughs> those are perfect. Uh, well, I thank you for coming on and checking in with us again. It was a lot of fun chatting with you, and uh, I'm glad to see you're doing so well and, and, and killing it and crushing it, uh, both in the DDPY, uh, the family department, and, uh, of course, your, your wrestling career. It's such an inspirational story, and hearing how big of a fan you were of all that stuff growing up, it really just – it, uh, it it hits home because, like, it's so crazy to think somebody who loved it as much as you did and, like, you're just a, a girl from the Midwest and you're living your dream. Like, it, it, it's fairy tale like So congratulations. I'm so happy to see you're doing uh, so awesome, and I wish you and your fiancé well. And uh, don't get married in a wrestling ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't. I promise. Thank you so guys so much for having me back on. It was fantastic talking with you guys again. Oh, you're the best. Oh, I appreciate it. And uh, I'm gonna have to tell Hayden to listen to this. Ugh, more Hayden love. That's all. We, that's all he needs. <laughs> um, I can't. So I love po- Hayden he's so, so much. Popular. Yeah, uh, me yeah. too. It's, well, it's the action. I'll, I'll tell him. That's what I. That's what I. Think. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, everyone loves Hayden. He's like the Beatles of DDP. All right. Well, um, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we wouldn't uh, be an episode of DDP Radio unless we uh, we closed out with uh, the one and only Canadian quote master Crystal Stewart has a yes, quote to send us on our way. And then uh, we'll be back next week, I believe, with a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live. Crystal, what you got for us? Yep. So today's quote is from Jay Sidlow Baxter. What is the difference between an obstacle and an opportunity? Our attitude towards it. Every opportunity has a difficulty and every has an opportunity. Well, I love it. That's awesome. Uh, Great quote. Thank you once again uh, for joining us, Amanda and, uh, what is it? Uh, grit and grace. You guys got to put that in a t-shirt. You'll sell a billion of them. So <laughs> thank you guys so much uh, for Amanda Mensing, uh, for Crystal Stewart and myself. Uh, have a great week. Uh, work hard, own it, and we'll see you guys soon. Uh, if we don't talk to you, have a happy fourth and uh, take care. Uh, I'm going to stall because I don't have my intro ready, but here we go. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits 
it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around. It's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds.